Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Monday, June 6th. I'm Jack Vaughn. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey noted that conference oversight of NIL is not out of the question, calling it a discussion point, but pointing out he's not the person to determine its legality. He says, We've certainly seen court outcomes that speak to conference oversight of certain aspects of college sports rather than national, and that's something we'd engage with our counsel in determining. To have a national standard, it appears to us that Congress has to act, and Congress may opt to not act. If that happens, we're now in hypothetical land and the question is a relevant one about conference oversight. Meanwhile, Heitner Legal's namesake tells On3 there is nothing that precludes a conference from self-regulation. In fact, it likely makes more sense from an antitrust and normative perspective to leave any reasonable regulatory scheme to the conferences as opposed to it coming from the NCAA. Kenny Hertz Perry attorney Mitt Winter, however, notes there are two reasons the league may balk at assuming oversight responsibility. First, there's the risk of putting itself at a competitive disadvantage by implementing stricter policies. Second, if other conferences put similar restrictions in place, it would look like collusion between the conferences and they'd be sued for violating antitrust law. Athletic Director Yu and Athlete Viewpoint surveyed thousands of Division I college athletics administrators across the nation in the spring of 2022 for their views on professional burnout, exhaustion, and disengagement using the publicly available Oldenburg Burnout Inventory. The results were nothing short of eye-opening. 85.2% of respondents have a high risk of exhaustion, and 61.2% have a high risk of disengagement. When burnout is analyzed by years of experience, administrators with 5 to 10 years of experience express the highest risk levels of burnout, exhaustion, and disengagement, followed closely by administrators with 1 to 4 years of experience. Tons more in the link in the D1 ticker email and lots more editorial coverage to come from Athletic Director U and other D1 ticker publications on this crucial topic challenging nearly every athletic department around the industry. SBJ has a full series on NIL as we near the one year mark, highlighted by solutions as we move forward. Lead One boss Tom McMillan says, The schools are very well equipped to help student-athletes monetize their rights. The school is involved in every other aspect of the player's life, from injuries to academics. But when it comes to monetization and publicity rights, it's hands-off. So now, we're starting to see some schools get more involved. I just wonder whether they are going to go the full route and just get rid of collectives entirely. They'll probably hire third parties to manage it, like they do with multimedia rights, but the control will be with the school. That is the long-term solution to everything. Influencer founder and CEO Jim Cavell adds, The overarching reality is that NIL is supposed to bring any activity to light because it is supposed to be reported by the athletes, and we know it's not. That's the story I'm going to be watching. Without that data, anybody can say anything. The Tulsa World's Giran Emig writes on the early tenure of Oklahoma State AD Chad Weiberg, which outgoing Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby describes as, started in the middle of a huge brush fire, 
with major developments around NIL, Texas and Oklahoma announcing they would head to the SEC, and more. Here's part of Weiberg's perspective. With all of the different circumstances early on, I felt to some degree I was playing defense the whole time, to put it in sports terms. Now we're starting to figure out our response to all the different issues. I feel like we're starting to get on offense, and that feels good. Weiberg also notes importance of strong personal relationships. I think every industry, business, or enterprise, so much of it in the end is about relationships. How you work with people. We are people that are trying to solve these problems. The Southern Illinoisans Bucky Dent reports Southern Illinois interim AD Matt Kupek will stay in the role through at least September as Parker Executive Search gets back to work on the second iteration of an AD search for the Salukis. Dent writes, And while Kupek may not come out and say it, there's a part of him that appears to long to head the program on a full-time basis, the same way he ran the North Carolina offense as a quarterback in the late 1970s. As for Kupek, who has made a number of coaching hires and had a handful of programs win conference titles, he says, I will tell you that I'm enjoying it and that I'm invigorated. There's real excitement around this program. The future of Saluki Athletics is very bright. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1T in 5 for Monday, June 6th. I'm Jack Vaughn. Be sure to check in later this afternoon.